New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm speaking with Shannon Sullivan, Interface Spiritual Director and Teacher of Meditation. I'm speaking with her at her home by remote connection. Shannon, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to have you. I know that some of your work consists of uncovering the roots of family wounds. And I'd love for you to describe that work for us today. Well, how I go about doing that is um, I've actually worked uh, with my um, own uh, family's wounds um, over the last 20 years. And that work through my own personal experience with my family has helped me then to Um, journey um, on that path with other people that I also walk with in spiritual direction. And part of how I do that is um, I talk in an article I wrote about healing family wounds. Um, Some of the process would be uh, naming the wound. For example, in our family would be the abuse of um, my grandfather on my mom and my aunt. And so naming the wound is important in recognizing where the original wound came from. And then after that, I I talk about um, calling our ancestor in. So my grandfather, Ralph, um, naming him became important in that journey of healing because I wanted to go from being angry at what had been created in our family and instead bring forgiveness. And part of that would be through naming him. Um, And so that was an important step of using his name, um, not in anger, uh, but in um, just recognizing him as a person who had suffered as well. And then also honoring um, our family through... um, the roots of our past by discovering where they came from and um, bringing that into the present by um, singing all of us into, um, through chants, um, into a healing heart space. And so that's part of the process I use of, of um, really healing um, family wounds in order for us to heal ourselves and become um, more uh, spiritual and forgiving and compassionate people so that we can be that for others. In other words, you're dialoguing with the past, mm-hmm. but without blame. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, it comes from a place of compassion. So um, using because I, I'm interfaith, I'll draw from t- different traditions. So one of the biggest ones is um, Buddha, um, how he uh, 
worked with big energies of fear or anger um, was by inviting them in. Um, so the story is that he, you know, invited Mara, who was all bad things in the world, <laughs> inviting Mara down for a cup of tea, not not pushing it away or blaming, but just wanting to talk and dialogue with those feelings to understand um, that they're part of ourselves and um, not out of blame, but instead out of understanding. When we invite that in, I believe if we are very sincere, we might surprise ourselves by the questions we'll ask of those energies like anger, like, okay, mm -hmm. anger, we're sitting down with tea. So um, yeah. I'd like to ask you something. And have you found that people come up with surprising questions at that point? Well, first, the surprise is that, um, well, why would I want to talk to that part? Um, I, I don't want to know what they have to say. And so that that's the first thing that comes up. And um, what I try and share with people is that that's probably more their, um, not their current self, um, not their adult self, but more like their child self that is uh, fighting back about that. So once we understand that, then they usually are um, more perceptive about wanting to find out more for their own self, like to ask the questions, like, why do I feel that way? And so when we can um, separate it into something um, that helps them understand what they themselves felt when they were a child, that provides a pathway into then wanting to find out what their parents felt when they were children um, and exploring it in that way um, helps bring understanding. So there's a lot of aha things that come up that you wouldn't even know were hiding there until we sit down with it. You really emphasize that we can carry wounds that are not only our own, but they go back some generations. And it's important in the work that you do that we bring those wounds forward and not be afraid of them, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. to want to explore them more fully. So what would that bring to us in our lives? By exploring it, it well, first it brings us into very uncomfortable places. So it's recognizing that we might bump into those things that, that scare us. But by doing so, sort of being pushed outside our comfort zone, um, we get to become more of who our soul is through our body by honoring those those places. Um, when I was first beginning this, uh, I had uh, severe anxiety, severe panic attacks, high fight or flight responses. Um, and it didn't make sense because I, I myself as a child didn't grow up in a trauma situation. Um, so uncovering it allowed me to uncover that, oh, the trauma was sustained 
ancestrally through my mom and my grandfather and then his um, his father. Um, and uncovering that has allowed someone who is me, uh, shy, uh, introverted, um, be able to sing, um, be able to put myself out there, be able to shine more brightly um, and and have confidence in myself by owning and healing those places um, where if I had remained back there in the broken place, um, I'd still be scared and full of anxiety and not necessarily want to uh, live a full life because I was too frightened to. And now I, I am honored and grateful every day um, for what this world is um, in all of its beauty, even, even in the really hard places right now that the world is facing. In this work that you have done with your own family, I know it's taken you so many years. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not just a quick process. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you write in one of your blogs, I believe, that um, you had a beautiful dream of your mm-hmm. grandfather coming mm-hmm. to you in a dream. Uh, can can you describe that, please? Yeah, that was that was one of my favorite moments because I knew the work I was doing was it was working um, because I wanted him to be healed as well. Um, even though he wasn't alive anymore, I wanted him to know that he was uh, because he was never loved as a child. Um, I wanted him to experience that, and so I constantly in global chant um, where I sang with the group would call him in when we would do our singing and the dream was um, I was at my parents house and I was sitting on the, uh, the kitchen counter and I looked to the left and I could see him in the dream walking up the path to the front door and he was wearing uh, just exactly what he'd always worn when um, he was alive, just brown slacks and a white uh, white T-shirt and his brown ball cap. And um, he rang the doorbell. My mom answered the door. And when he walked in, he came over to me and said what he always would say to me as a child. Hey there, kid. And I said, hey, Grandpa. But the difference was he didn't smell of cigarettes anymore. He was clean-shaven, and his eyes, instead of when he was alive, they were an olive green, but in the dream, they were a turquoise, bright, clear, blue, shining color, and he said, keep up the good work, kid. That singing's working. And I said, okay, Grandpa, and I woke up, and I was like, it's working. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Yeah. So, so beautiful. Tell me, I know that sometimes working with this strong feelings of um, maybe anxiety might come up and uh, or panic. Do you ever work with people remotely in this work? Do you Are you available in that way? I do. I do both energy work, Reiki, as well as 
I can pair the Reiki with the cranial sacral therapy, which I guide through breath work. And then I also do um, spiritual direction sessions. And any of those can be combined in any form together. And what I do is, as I'm walking with people, so to speak, regardless of it being remotely, is I can even tap into feeling what they're experiencing and breathe them through it and ask the right questions to guide them in and help us explore those directions and then um, bring us into a place of what other uh, resources might come up that they could explore as well as the sessions that we do. How I approach it is always through discovery and never uh, me having any answers directly for people, but allowing them to discover that path and honor it as we're walking it in the moment. Thank you for describing that. And Shannon, thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you, Justine. I'm so glad that I could be here with you. Me too. Me too. I've been speaking with Shannon Sullivan, Interface Spiritual Director and Teacher of Meditation. And if you want to know more and be in contact with her, you can go to her website, thebluehaironcreates.com. And Heron is spelled H-E-R-O-N. The Blue Heron creates with an S on the end, dot com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe. And I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.